Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show that is celebrating the birthday of former Ranger great Chris Shelton. Happy birthday, Chris Shelton. Big day for you, buddy. Big day for former Ranger great Chris Shelton. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you are watching us online at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating... Hawaiian Shirt Friday. <laughs> she is the Duchess of the Dorks, Ashley Pickle. And by the way, you are not the only person here celebrating Hawaiian Shirt Friday. I am not. You are not. You've started a movement here. I have, and I'm so excited. <laughs> um, as uh, as our own uh, uh, William Wilkerson is rocking the Hawaiian shirt as, as well. And I got to say, uh, fiance Erin, had, I had texted her earlier, and she had said that she is celebrating Hawaiian Shirt Friday in spirit. So this is a whole thing. We're making a movement. Oh but gosh. for anyone who missed the pre-show, again... Happy or happy boppy to you, you Tepper. Happy birthday to Craig Tepper. It's, Thank you. It's, it's the nice. big day. It's very nice. It's very nice of you guys. Um, yes. By the way, we would be remiss if we did not mention that there's a very important. First of all, do we first four through the door? Oh. Yeah. Oh no. I oh was, no. I was more focused on the hoppy boppy. Uh, yeah. Um. You know what? No one really started to comment anything other than happy birthday to okay, you. Well, so fine. there's that. That's happy fine. everyone. Everyone's first everyone's four through, first the door. through the door today. Uh, but we will be remiss if we didn't mention a comment in there from Lance Pickle. No, no, let's not. Lance Pickle, uh, who is, uh, do you know him? Yeah. Okay. Lance Pickle is your father. Mm-hmm. Lance Pickle commented on the fact that when's your birthday? My birthday is in March. Is in March. Um, out of curiosity, mm-hmm. when's your dad's birthday? My dad's birthday is in June. What's the, if you were to start in June mm-hmm. and count months to March? Yeah. How many months would that be? That would be nine months. My brother's birthday is also in March. Moving on. <laughs> Lance. Congrats, buddy. <laughs> Moving on. Happy birthday to you. This is not comfortable. It's okay because my parents' anniversary is in September. There- <laughs> 
it all it all plays out. Yeah, my this is, parents, my parents' anniversary. This is a we terrible that, we, conversation. We played that we played that game a while ago. And we're like, oh, ho, 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 oh, both me and my brother, <laughs> huh? All right. Anyway, today terrible. is Friday, June twenty sixth, twenty twenty. One hundred and fifty three days till Thanksgiving. Episode ninety six, ninety six. The number of runs Kenny Rogers allowed in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Not earned runs, just total runs. By the way, Wombat's eight zero. Big doubleheader sweep last night. Big time. On today's show, guys, got some headlines, uh, including TCU is losing another quarterback. Um, we'll explain why, uh, and uh, uh, some some great stuff we've got up on TexasFootball.com. And then back half of the program, the return, a very special film <laughs> breakdown edition of Pickle Talk. We've got you do not want to miss Pickle Talk at the back half of this program. It is definitely worth your time. Uh, a programming note. We are going to be off the air next week for a number of reasons. One, I need a break. Two, Pickle's moving. Yeah. Right? Ugh. Yeah, you're moving. And so that's going to take up some time. Uh, so we will be back on Monday, July 6th. 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 I got ahead of myself. We're not taking two weeks off, Time girl. has no meaning. Yeah. I have no clue what day it is. We're not taking... <laughs> we will be back on July 6th. So we are taking next week off. This is the last show until July 6th. So just soak it in. You know, yeah. really just... Enjoy your 4th of July holiday weekend yes, and continue to party until the 6th. Yes, exactly. So uh, that is your programming uh, note. Okay, let's get to some news and notes from around the state, some headlines. And we're going to start uh, on the campus of TCNU uh, as TCU is losing another quarterback. Um, they are losing quarterback Matthew Baldwin, but they are not losing him to transfer. Instead, you are dealing well he is dealing with injuries Mm -hmm. uh, and he has now decided to uh retire he is going to end his football career there he told him that repeated he told the fort star telegram that repeated injuries were just too much uh he he texted reporter drew davidson said quote couldn't get out of the injury loop with back and knee he had of Mm -hmm. course suffered he tore his acl in the state championship game in 2018 if you remember it was a really terrible story um it was the 2018 time game between Lake Travis and Allen. Uh, it was the first play of the game. First play of the game, he dropped back. He had been dealing with some knee in, some knee issues for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I want to say, but then he came back. He played in the state championship game for one play. He literally dropped back to pass, put weight on that knee, and it gave. Man. And it was it's really ugly to watch. He ended up fumbling as a scoop and score for Allen and kind of set them off on, on the path to win the state championship game. Mm-hmm. Um that was before I believe Hudson Card came in right. in his in his stead, the sophomore, then the sophomore. In any case, um, it was a it was a, a or that was in the twenty seventeen um, uh, state championship mm-hmm. game, I should say. Um, so he had been dealing with that, and then when he got the he went to Ohio State, um, and he was competing for the twenty nineteen starting job, uh, but then uh, you know basically figured that um, you know that, that basically found out that that he was going to um he wasn't going to beat out Justin Fields mm-hmm. and so he ended up transferring transferred to TCU suffered a back injury um and it just kind of it just kind of like spiraled for him uh he went through three knee surgeries he had a nagging back injury that didn't approve um it's just it's it's a terrible story for a guy who is super talented mm-hmm. um but it sounds like uh TCU's uh quarterback Matthew Baldwin's playing career is over and he is uh he's he's done man for for you hate to hear stories like that oh, yeah. but 
I have to say I have an just ample amount of respect for a person who realizes like yeah. this is going to affect me in years to come when football isn't even at the top of my mind. For someone to have like the dignity be, to be able to step down when they know that yeah. they need to, much respect to him. Well, but man, you hate to hear and it. And to just not yeah to know like you know guys obviously we want to play we want to see football players play at their their best level for sure. Right. And but at the same time you know he probably you know, wants to go out there and run around with his kids someday. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's probably more important than going out there and suiting up for, for TCU. Yeah. So Matthew Baldwin has retired uh, there at TCU. We, we certainly wish him uh, the best. Uh, I want to point this out. This was um, something that, that came across my Twitter feed. I honestly had not been paying a ton of attention to it. Mm-hmm. But um, there is uh, now, let me let me pull up. It's our, it's our small school correspondent, Corey Hogue. Uh, has been all over this. Corey Hoke Sports on Twitter. Um, this is something that you're going to start seeing a lot more of, which is um, there are a number of Division II teams across the state of Texas, Division II and NAIA, that are starting to cancel games for 2020 uh, because of the pandemic. The reason is that Division II and NAIA teams must now go down to 10 games this season. Uh, and so uh, we know this first caught my eye whenever uh, the announcement that uh, UT Permian Basin's uh, ho- home opener against um, Wayland Baptist was canceled due to the coronavirus. That was, to my knowledge, the first college football game in the state of Texas that had been canceled due to COVID. Uh, we are now finding out that this is going to be you're going to see this trend. Uh, A&M Kingsville and Colorado State Pueblo canceled their season opener due to scheduling restrictions. Uh, there's going to be a lot more of these because division uh, the NCAA has ruled that Division two teams, uh, for the sake of safety, they need to go from 12 games to 10 games. I think it's 12 games to 10 games. It might be 11 games to 10 games. But in, in any case, they need to get down to 10 games for now. So you are going to start seeing these headlines of so-and-so squad has canceled this game or, or so-and-so team has canceled this. Um, you're going to start seeing these. And it's because the NCAA has ruled that they need to uh, they need to, to shorten the season. Um, it is something that is going to be part of the reality for the fall. So do not be alarmed if you start seeing that. That doesn't necessarily mean that things have changed. That just means that they are following the rules that, that have been put forth by the NCAA. So you're going to start to see Division mm-hmm. II teams uh, start to cancel games because of what will be a truncated season for Division II. Um, and then we also saw... The first thing, and I want to say that uh, I think Ish put this in the in the in the um, the, the Slack chat. Um, one thing that we that he put in there, uh, so Morehouse College, um, Morehouse College is in is in Georgia. So you don't 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 worry, you didn't miss a, a college team, <laughs> right? Um, but they are um, they are not going to pl- they they play they're in Atlanta. They are uh, canceling all football, or uh, they're canceling all f- uh, fall sports, including football. Um, heading into 2020 uh, because of the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Uh, Mm -hmm. They are a team that plays in the uh, SIAC. I want to say that that is, is that NAIA? Let me see. That is Division 2. So that's the Division Mm -hmm. 2 team. That's the Division 2 team that is saying, nope, we're done. We're not playing. So um, keep an eye on this. This is going to be a developing story depending on how the pandemic starts shaking out here in the next couple of weeks and months. Uh, as we are careening towards football, guys, we are careening towards the fall, um, and it is it is closer than you think. Mm-hmm. Right now, we are. Um, is this right? How many weeks are we away from what will be the first Friday night of the year? Uh, it was sixty-three days. So, so I guess that's seven or nine weeks. Yeah. 
We're nine. We're nine we're weeks out. This, we should be in the single digits by now. Yeah. So we are. You know, we're we're getting there. So there's some hard decisions that are going to be have to be made on the high school front and the college front. But that's one thing to keep an eye on is that there will be Division two teams canceling games. That's not a reason for alarm right now. That is a decision that was made by the NCAA to truncate the season. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye on that. Uh, on the high school front, there was a big big, big move last bomb, night. Yeah. So. I want to be very careful about how I word this because there are things that I believe I know that are not reported. Mm-hmm. So I want to be very clear because I don't want to step on any toes here. But we have been hearing rumblings for a while, for a couple of weeks now, mm-hmm. about a major transfer in the DFW high school football world. Um, and we just kind of been hearing about it, trying to get some information, trying to get some information. Uh, but yesterday, uh, Roderick Daniels, the receiver for Duncanville, uh, tweeted out that, yes, in fact, it's true, mm-hmm. Duncanville quarterback Chris Parson is transferring. Now, we think we know where he's going, mm-hmm. but until he enrolls, it is probably not prudent for us to share that just pump the brakes a little. that's i'm gonna i'm not i'm not trying to be coy i'm trying to be respectful of all of the parties involved exactly. so i hope you guys understand that but uh duncanville quarterback chris parson is a name you probably remember from last football season because yep. in the state championship game in the semifinal when jaquin and jackson went down their backup was a freshman named Chris Parson, mm-hmm. and he was the one who started the state championship game. Chris Parson's a very well thought of quarterback. Fix that kid does not look fourteen years old. No, he looked <laughs> great, and and I think I don't know about you. I don't want to speak for you. Mm-hmm. I felt like he acquitted himself pretty well in that state championship game. All oh, yeah. things considered, considering that you're going to get thrown in as a freshman in the biggest game of the year and look comfortable against yeah against North Shore, <laughs> yeah. right. I thought all things considered, Chris Parson showed out pretty well. Right. But you know, again, you 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 judge him on a curve. He did not outplay Demetrius Davis. That is an impossible standard. Oh yeah. Right? That's not fair to For judge. For any him. quarterback, not even just a freshman. Right. <laughs> but considering he was a freshman thrown into that state championship game at basically on like a week's notice mm-hmm. to play that game, I thought he played pretty well. He was and it, it, he was all indications where he was going to be the starter for Duncanville this year. And now he is on the move. He is going to transfer. Um, the place that I have heard that he is transferring is in the same area. He's not transferring to Houston or San Antonio or, or Lubbock. Uh, he's going to stay. It sounds like he's going to stay in the DFW Metroplex. Uh, as soon as it becomes more official, I'd be happy to, um, to, to share kind of what we know but we want to be respectful to everybody involved mm-hmm. um but we do know now uh, we've got it you know reported by Roderick Daniels uh, the star receiver for uh, for Duncanville that uh, Chris Parson the quarterback is transferring so that is going to make things very very interesting heading into the fall finally I want to touch on a piece that's up on texasfootball.com that I hope you'll take some time to read mm-hmm. uh, it is on um texasfootball.com and it is about um West Orange Stark um, and specifically, it's an article from our own Ishmael Johnson about high school football traditions that are being revisited. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, there is uh, a kind of a, a, a movement right now uh, about uh, 
racism in in the state of Texas and or not not just the state of Texas but in, in America and what is appropriate and what is not um, and what is respectful and what is not right and so this comes on the heels of West Orange Stark uh, West Orange Cove's uh, Consolidated ISD announced that West Orange Stark would no longer be known as the uh, the chain gang. So their defense has always been known. West Orange, I don't know if, if you guys are watching this, you probably know. West Orange Stark mm-hmm. famously has an awesome defense. They always, every day, have a tradition of excellence on the defense. That's where Earl Thomas played. Like they are a spectacular defensive unit. They mm-hmm. take a lot of pride in having like one of the best defenses in the state every single year. And they are known as the chain gang. That is something, that is what they are known as the chain gang. Um, that has a pretty problematic, um, you know, root, origin. A, a connotation to yes. it. Yes. I'll, I'll read directly from uh, Ishmael's piece on TexasFootball.com. They said that this was due to the negative historical root of the phrase. Um, quote, from the post-Civil War Reconstruction era through the 20th century, chain gangs were southern prison laborers, mostly black, who were literally bound together and assigned to work on a construction or farming projects. Uh, uh, this practice often led to prisoners uh, getting ulcers and infections from the chain link around their ankles, not to mention the severe injuries sustained by being chained with an entire row of fellow inmates where slight missteps or accidents were devastatingly consequential. The Mustangs have been using it for more than three decades. Um, and it, here's the thing. I have, this is me, I have on this show, I have on my picks videos, I have on foot, on uh, on Fox Sports Southwest, referred to them as the chain gang mm-hmm. and not even really thought about it, right? It's just like, oh, that's what they are. They're the chain gang, right? Um, they are now going to be known as the Blue Link. That's what they want to be known as. And ultimately, this is coming on the heels of, you know, we are seeing uh, other things getting changed mm-hmm. in Texas high school. Well, for example, if you didn't know, Richland is going to change their mascot. Mm-hmm. Richland is was known as the Rebels. Um, they are no longer going to be known as the Rebels. The Rebels, it, it goes back to their um, their the, the Confederate uh, days, not not day one well, around the Confederacy, but it goes it has his uh, its roots in the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. They're going to change their mascot. Um, and look, I think that if we want to be the kind of society that we've always aspired to be, it is important to look inward mm-hmm. and to not just say, well, we've always done this, and as a result, it must be the way to do things. We need to be smarter about this. Change and we need good. To, and, and, and what I've, what I've, I've said before uh, is this is an important time for all of us to listen mm-hmm. and have an open heart. And have an open mind and not reject things out of hand because they're different. Right. And that's that goes against a lot of our kind of natural instincts. Mm-hmm. Our natural instincts are to be protective and to say, oh, no, no, no. This is the way that things have always been. And therefore, this is the way that things should be. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we have to change everything. Right. But what I am saying is that we should listen. Mm-hmm. And we should acknowledge and we should have an open and honest dialogue. And 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 the time is now to have those dialogues, plain and simple, because this is something that um, we are, as a society, kind of grappling with now. And it's an important it's, it's important to to look at ourselves honestly mm-hmm. and look at the roots of our traditions honestly and make honest and maybe we come to the we come up and we look at it and we say you know what it's fine 
it may be, you know, on, on on balance, it's okay, and it can, and, and we should keep it. But there are going to be things that we should, if we're being honest and we're listening with an open heart, that we should change. And I think that overall, you know, this is something that obviously the 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 players at West Orange Stark mm-hmm. um, wanted to see changed. And the conver- the conversations are starting, and that's right. that's the perfect. That's good. That's how you that's and how you do the change. And there's nothing wrong with talking about it. Mm-mm, there's not, not there's no downside to talking about it. No. As long as we come into it respectfully, as long as we come into it with an open heart, there's nothing wrong with talking about it. Maybe it ends up that we just leave things the same. Maybe we do. But we need to have those conversations. Absolutely. And anyway, in, West, in, in high school football, is, is no, no, um, the kind of societies at a, a, a society and sports kind of are at a crossroads. Mm-hmm. High school football is, is no different. No different. Okay. So there's that. Read, uh, read uh, Ishmael's piece on TexasFootball.com. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, TexasFootball.com slash Insider. And by the by the way, we're off next week. The next time, by the time you were on the air next, which should be like July 6th, mm-hmm. magazines will probably be on shelves by then. Or at okay. least starting to be on shelves by then. Mm-hmm. If you want it mailed to you, textfall.com slash subscribe. You can get a lot of great other stuff as well. So textfall.com slash subscribe. A couple of things from the comments here. Uh, one, we have a comment. Happy birthday, Greg from Tep Mom. So oh, hey, Mom. That's your mom. Um, and then Andrew Christensen said, happy birthday, Tepper. Add the fact that you and his dad share a birthday. Hey, now. He shares a pickle or a birthday with me. And we also found out that Step and Goof share a birthday. Oh, my God. All of this birthday talk has been going on. Oh, my God. Big birthday day. Big birthday day. Big birthday day. (laughs) Big birthday day. And most importantly, Chris Shelton, former Ranger Green. Yes, yes. Turning like 40, I think. (laughs) Okay. I'm excited about this. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) it's time for Pickle Talk. Pickle talk. Yo he cantar esta canción. Yo he cantar esta canción para mi gente. Oh, expertly edited by uh, some debonairly handsome <laughs> young man. Um, it is time for pickle talk, and we go to the host of pickle talk, Ashley Pickle. That intro is so great. I literally will tell the backstory of that. I I got home one day and I got a random text from Tepper and it just said, I have a gift for you. And I was like, oh, oh Lord, no. what is this? And he just about 30 minutes later sends me that. And I was like, this is so great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. It was fantastic. Um, all right. So for Pickle Talk today, we're going to be talking about the highlight of my athletic career and the highlight of my father's life. And the reason that it was the highlight of LP's life is we're about to show you a clip. This clip is from 2014. This was my junior year of high school. Um, In Lano, we were able to have a powder puff um, and you could play, it was the juniors versus the seniors. So it was one game a year. We would practice basically the entire spring semester. And then it was for giant, giant bragging rights. We would have the PA, we would have the, the guys would dress up as cheerleaders so, and coaches. So, so in Lano, uh-huh. in Lano, powder puff's a big deal. It is because 
it there like what else are you supposed to do there like it's a huge deal um and so this was my junior year and should we go ahead and roll the video here let's go ahead and roll the video let's take a look all right Get on there, Lizzie. Get it, Ashley. Yes, yes. Whoa, go, go, go. Go, Ashley. Go, I may have got that on film. So there wow. There it is. <laughs> that's 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 an outstanding clip. Um so so you're playing defensive back and they they try to throw at Pickle Island. Mm-hmm. Is what they do. Absolutely. And they got to know you're going to lock that thing down. So what I'd like to do if this is possible. Mm-hmm. Well, like first of all, the commentary there is just it's on point. It's yes. really really <laughs> on point. That's the that steals the show. The highlights great to be clear. What? We'll get to that. But the commentary from I presume your dad and your mom. Yes. And clearly the video content it shows just why this was the highlight of my dad's life and the biggest thing is my dad is Literally, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir here, but literally one of the biggest football fans I've ever met in my life. And my, it's me and my younger brother, and my younger brother never played a game of football in his life. So this, these two specific games, my junior year and senior year, were the only time that my dad was going to get to see one of his kids play any sort of football. And clearly, this was just chef's kiss for him right there. Right. So... What I want to do mm-hmm. is I want to run this highlight back. Okay. And I want to get out, get out the coach's clicker, and I want to break down <laughs> what Pickle's doing on this play. Okay. So let's go ahead, and I'll, I'll tell you when to, I'll tell you when to stop it. Okay. Here's Pickle lining up, getting the signals right, looking. She's going to get into a good athletic position here. Uh, she's peering into the background. background. Okay. She's in. She's in zone coverage. Oh, and there we go. So let's back it up if we can. Okay. Sure. Go ahead and back it up. There we go. Good. So here we go. Here's the key moment. Come on back. Back a little bit, a little bit more. more. Perfect. So right here, keep coming. Right. One more. Okay. So right here, this is the moment. This is the critical moment, whether you know it or not. Because what you're doing is you are. So I presume you're playing a cover two defense. You're just yes. kind of sinking back uh, there, and in, 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 in the, the the corner is kind of playing a shallow zone. Mm-hmm. You're playing a deeper zone. And right? I actually was calling the plays on most of these. Right. And so they think that they've got they found a soft spot in the zone, which normally it is, right? Mm-hmm. Right there behind that cornerback, uh, in fr- kind of to the side of the safety. If you can throw mm-hmm. it onto the onto the sideline, it should be completion. And what you're doing here. This is a really critical moment because you see 22. She knows where the ball is going. Mm-hmm. She understands what this route is going to be. You are waiting. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing here is you're baiting the quarterback into this throw. <laughs> you are saying, come on, big boy. Throw it. Throw it. Big girl, I should say. <laughs> go ahead and throw it. Throw it. Throw it. Because if you throw this, I'm going to pick it. Mm-hmm. And so let's go ahead and like watch the break on the ball here. Let's, let's move forward a frame. Here we go. Yeah, good break. Good break. Ball is in the air. You are now reading the ball perfectly. Mm-hmm. Right now, the quarterback has already committed to the throw. It's over at this point. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is get there. Watch you see this. the receiver come into play here. Right. Here's the receiver. She thinks she's found the soft spot in the zone. Right. But instead, Pickle has got this thing red, leaps up, 
and brings it down with the one and by the way growl. look Let's at this look at the coach back here behind you yes he is he knows what's coming too Six that must six. be the secondary coach because he's hyped up he knows what's he coming is. that was that was our yeah that was our defensive coordinator on that portion he is, specifically for the secondary and so then pickle reaches out there and that's just ball skills right there one-handed. that's just ball skills it was one-handed. one-handed bringing it in just like that, hauling it, and then of course it's gonna get it's gonna get dad shaky cam at this point. From here on out, where there's gonna be no way to tell what's going on, aside and from then, the fact that you're breaking down. Yes, the there goes LP with <clears throat> it. My favorite portion too. I'm gonna skip forward here a minute. This, well, let me see if I can take this down. My one of my favorite parts about this. Look at the head senior coach in the bottom. Do you in know who blue? that is? No. That is Leighton Rab. Uh, oh. Midwestern State quarterback. Look how mad he is. He was Look how, because, upset because he knows he knows. You got you got you baited him. Because, I did because the thing is, everyone thinks that you play secondary with mm-hmm. your legs and your hands. Mm-hmm. You play secondary <laughs> with your eyes. Okay, you play secondary with your eyes, and you had great eye discipline to make sure that you were baiting <laughs> that quarterback into that throw, and then you broke with the quickness, and you got there, and you brought it in, and you got the user pick. You so, hit the triangle button. Yeah, literally one of one of the best. Uh, D two quarterbacks for or D three yeah. Midwestern State. He was he was up visually upset about that, and it was awesome. And this was very very close right before halftime, so we got a little bit of a momentum swing there. Ooh, that's big. So it was yeah, it was good. But you could tell, uh, like I said, uh, probably the highlight of my athletic career, but definitely the highlight of LP. And at the end of it too, which you didn't get to hear, at the very end of the video, he goes. Oh, I think I might have got that on film. Because <laughs> he knew he Perfect. went like this. Perfect. It was. It's a great play. It's a great play. You are a natural safety. Like, here's the yes. thing. That that kind of skills, I would not put you anywhere else. I would put you at free safety and let you roam mm-hmm. and, and and let you let you call the call the plays back there as well. Well, and that was that was another thing. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I was definitely not quick enough to be a corner. Not not quick enough on my feet to be a corner. Right. But if you want to talk about one of the only people on that field who actually really understood how to read someone that that was where i sit back there and just bait them that well, was my skill thing. set <laughs> see if you're the quarterback what you've got to do in that situation is is if if, if i'm throwing to the camera mm-hmm. what i got to do is i got i got to kind of be looking over here and looking over here mm-hmm. and then last second then i look and throw because at that point i'm sure that receiver was just i'm sure that she was staring it down and being like oh man mm-hmm. i know i've got that soft spot in the defense well and it was, it was a great play it was perfect too cuz she's just sitting there waiting for it and i was like oh yeah I'm a knocker over. <laughs> that was perfect. Thank it was, you. It was a great play. Congratulations to Pickle. Thank you on your on, on the highlight of your athletic <laughs> career. That's uh, that's excellent. Um, yeah, uh, that is going to do no, it. No, it's not. Oh no. Hang on a second. I'm going to put my headset down, and we've got one more thing to do here. This is this is unscripted. This was not on the rundown that I sent you. Oh my gosh. See, this is okay. This is a problem. What are we doing here? Um, this has to be opened on air. Has to be opened on air. Okay. I know we we chimed in with I, the editorial I, I, is, stuff. I'm being and you guys know I don't lie to you on the show. No, I did. I, I this was not on the. Radio. I literally hit it under the desk. I um, so it. here we go. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to hit that. <laughs> oh God Almighty! <laughs> There is no excuse now, my friend. There is no excuse now. <laughs> For those on the podcast, it's a Hawaiian shirt. I'll, move this so I can, I'll put it on real quick. 
for the might be a little big, but the medium okay. I was concerned. It's okay about. because you know who, you know Hawaiian shirts are for. Big fat, fat party, party animals. animals. You have no excuse. Look at this. It's a beautiful moment in TFT history. <sighs> we have Greg Tepper in a Hawaii. Oh, it fits good. Thank you, Pickle. This is very kind of you. <laughs> I appreciate it. You, you forgot to take off the tag. No, I well, I left it on there in case it was the wrong size. It's the perfect size. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Me. Happy birthday, Tepper. Happy that, Hawaiian shirt Friday. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little <laughs> bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTFlix on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We're off next week. We will see you on Monday, July 6th on Texas Football Today. I just got to give people a chance to look at it one more time. <laughs> Happy Hawaiian shirt Friday. <laughs>